0: Sales no means not yet. Not yet, not sure, not ready, not convinced, not the right time, not the right alternative or right option for me at this time. Well, things change. So if you were working on an opportunity last quarter or last year, for example, and it just, for whatever reason, you lost to a competitor, maybe, well, check in, how's it going with them? There's a good good chance that maybe they're not happy.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to the Selling in Asia podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Brindamore, COO of SoCo Sales Training, and I'm joined today with Tom Abbott, CEO of SoCo Sales Training.
0: Hey everyone, it's great to be here.
1: Good to have you. So today we're gonna be talking about prospecting. And the reason why we're talking about prospecting is because the number one thing that is on everyone's mind right now is how do I generate more leads? Things are possibly slowing down, nobody knows what's gonna happen in the future. And no matter what, whether the industry is good or not, Everyone needs more leads. Absolutely. That's where prospecting comes in.
0: Mm.
1: So let's get started. So Tom, what is one thing that every rep needs to do right now considering
0: what's going on in the world? Well, I think what every sales rep needs to do right now given the current situation. So what, what is the current situation? Mm. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. The current situation is we don't, we don't know what the future will hold. What we do know though, is that there is some uncertainty we know that we have just come out of, you know, two years of chaos and craziness and, and a slowdown for, for many, but um, for everyone, it's been uncertain. So it's been challenging times, uh, you know, the economy, we're not sure what that's all about. We've got geopolitical issues happening around the world, supply chain issues, inflation, there's a lot happening. And a lot of your customers might be cautious yep. and a lot of your customers might have a wait and see approach. So they may not be reaching out to people like you. They may not be exploring ways to increase their expenses. In fact, they may be cutting back or scaling things back a little bit or delaying purchases, possibly. So what you all need to do right now is to realize that if you sit back and wait for the phone to ring, for the emails to ding, and for leads to come in from your website, you may be waiting a long time, possibly. Uh, And that's a very passive approach to prospecting. It's really sitting back. It's like a a hope and pray approach, really. So what I encourage everybody to do is rather than be reactive when it comes to filling their pipeline, have a more proactive approach. And that's where prospecting comes in and the hunting and the outbound comes in.
1: Okay, that sounds great. So we can definitely see that lead generation is really important right now. So what do reps need to do right now?
0: Yeah, so I think once every rep has really figured out that that outbound is the key and Mm -hmm. that they have to hunt, they have to prospect, well, then they need to get started. So what's the easiest point to get started? Your own database. Mine your database. You probably have hundreds, if not thousands, of leads in there. Hot, cold, warm, past, present, won, lost. You have a lot of opportunities, a lot of contacts in your database right now So I would encourage you to go through them. This is the wonderful thing about Outbound is no one can stop you from doing these activities. Sales really to me is about not just the outcome, but it's the output. So what can you put out? What can you do? And no one can stop you from that. Now, we can't guarantee outcome, we can't guarantee result, you can't guarantee that you're going to hit target or close X number of deals, but you absolutely can guarantee and control the number of people that you reach out to and the number of times that you reach out to them and the, and the manner in which you do that. So I would encourage everybody, open your CRM, and you have a CRM, right? So open your CRM, not just some Google form or a sheet or a spreadsheet or a napkin, but a proper CRM where you're tracking things. But whatever you've got is enough to get started. As long as you're tracking prospecting in, uh, prospect information, go into that and um, you could start first with some of your past customers. So you can start with people that you've actually sold to in the past. These will be the low-hanging fruit, the easiest people that you could sell to in the future. So you could just go after them and say, hey, you know, um, thanks for working with us. Thanks for engaging us last month, last year, last quarter, what have you. Is this a good time to talk about X, Y, Z for X quarter? Just short and sweet email, LinkedIn message, a voice message, um, um, a video message, even on LinkedIn, for example, we can talk about tactics later on, but absolutely just reach out to all of your past current customers, right? Is a time to talk about something new? Then you want to go after your past lost customers, mm-hmm. lost deals, Wait a minute, Tom. Why would I go after people that said no? Mm. Why would I go after people that actually flat out rejected me? Well, they maybe didn't reject you, my friends. Maybe they rejected that opportunity at that time. In sales, no means not yet. Not yet, not sure, not ready, not convinced, not the right time, not the right alternative or right option for me at this time. Well, things change. So if you were working on an opportunity Last quarter or last year, for example, and it just, for whatever reason, you lost to a competitor, maybe. Well, check in. How's it going with them? There's a good, there's a good chance that maybe they're not happy because quite often customers aren't happy and you were the best choice anyway, right? But for whatever reason, you lost the deal. So this is a great opportunity for you to demonstrate to them, you know, respectfully that they made the wrong choice by not going with you and they have an opportunity to right the ship and to right the wrong and to actually work with you and they already have some familiarity with you which is what's great this isn't a new fresh contact that you have to uh, establish your credibility and to demonstrate your expertise you already did that you just didn't take it quite over the line. So this is your second chance at bat to try to win them over. So go after the, and maybe they didn't have budget or there was restructuring. Like I've heard stats that show that anywhere between 46 and 54% of deals are actually not lost to the competition. Mm -hmm. They're lost to do nothing. They're lost to project canceled. They're lost to status quo. They're lost to, you know what, we'll just try it on our own for a while. So they don't choose someone else. They choose to not even choose anybody. So just because you lost it doesn't mean you can't get it back.
1: Yeah. And just to add that, if anyone out there isn't quite sure about this, they're like, ah, I don't know about going after lost deals. <laughs> it's actually something we do all the time.
0: We do it all the time. And
1: we have great success with it. Yeah. So if that was We lose enough... deals all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but we win them back later. So go out there and try that. It's a great tip, Tom.
0: Absolutely. Right. So go after those past lost deals. I mean, look. No, no, no one's doing it for the reasons that I think you talked about. Yeah. They're nervous. They're scared. Ah, they shot me down. Why would I go? Like, why would you go back? Yeah. Right? I know you turned me down, but, you know, but why wouldn't you? Because no one else is doing it. So go after them. And again, like I said, you've got a good chance because they already are familiar with you and things change. So maybe you can go and say, hey, you know what? We've got a brand new offering or we've improved that service or we've adjusted our pricing or we've got something new that I think could be a really good fit for you. Would you be open to having, you know, a 10 minute conversation about where you are now and how we could possibly help? Just a quick discovery call. So who you've won, who you've lost to. Well, there's also people in your database who... Uh, reached out to you, but they went cold. Mm-hmm. So that happens all the time. I mean, how many times you get a lead that comes in that, of course, this is urgent, this is pressing. Can you send me a quote by 5 p.m. today? And, and then you never hear from them again, right? Or they, they're really hard to reach. So this is very, very common. Um, So there are plenty of leads out there that reached out to you that you dropped, like you actually dropped them because they were unresponsive. So you may have lost deals to... Competitor, You may have lost deals to cost too much. You may have lost deals to project canceled. You may have also just lost deals to, you know, you dropped them because they were unresponsive. Well, take another chance, go after them again. The beautiful thing about going after these old leads, and by old, look, people seem to change jobs like they change clothes. Like people are changing jobs like every few months or every year or two. At most, people are switching companies. So if you haven't followed up with any of your contacts in the past nine months, they may not be there anymore. So this is a wonderful exercise in updating your database. Send out a few emails, see if they bounce back, see if they say, hey, he's no longer here anymore. Talk to this person. Um, Hop on LinkedIn as well, because that's something that we do a lot is before we actually follow up with these old leads, hop on LinkedIn and see where are they? Are they still around? Or are they at a new company? And one final tip I want to share on this, because I know you've got a lot of questions, is it's good news when you actually do reach out to an old contact mm-hmm. and they're not there anymore. Yep. That's actually really good news for two reasons. Number one, you'll be able to find out who their successor is at that old company. So now you have a new contact. And guess what? You can also find out where that old contact is now So now you have a new opportunity potentially within a new company. So you go from one to two. So you've just doubled your your pipeline just by doing this simple exercise. Sounds great. I love it. If you wanna take your sales skills to the next level and learn how to master the entire sales process, join SoCo Academy and get certified in SoCo Selling. The link is in the notes.
1: Okay, so now that sales reps have gone after all of their past one lost mm. cold, but any <laughs> kind of in every single person that this has right. ever reached out to them before, right? What do they do next?
0: Now you need to go out bound okay. Okay. <laughs> a little bit, right? Now you're getting out of your comfort zone. Now, now look, as Elaine said, mm. there's a lot that you can go through, even with your database. Mining your database is a massive project that can take you know several several weeks to even go through that. Now, once you've gone through that and you've completely exhausted that, or you're doing it simultaneously, start an outbound campaign cold Trash. So with that, you obviously need to identify who's your ideal customer profile, and then perhaps hop onto a platform like LinkedIn and actually start generating lists of those people and start going after them. So start hitting up people that are your ideal target customer but outbound who may who may not know you. But in fact, I would say if you're looking at LinkedIn, for example, uh, start with your your first degree connections because they already hopefully know a little bit about you.
1: Okay, sounds great. So what are your top three um, lead generation activities that you're liking the most right now? Top. What do you think people should be doing right now?
0: Well, I think everybody, and, and I'm assuming that most of our viewers and listeners are... Um, in, in sales, of course, but they're probably in a B2B space. And what do I mean by that? You're selling some, you know, tech, IT, ICT, Infocom, Cyber, Cloud, who knows what, SaaS products, but you're, you're selling to other businesses, not consumers. So if you're selling to other businesses, LinkedIn is perfect. Mm-hmm. You hop on LinkedIn, make sure you've got a great profile, first of all. So, I mean, we could go really deep on, on that, but make sure you've got a really good profile, a nice profile pic, you're looking good, you're looking professional, you've got your nice headline, your description, who we are, what we do, who we help, how we solve problems. So you've got your profile looking good and then you want to start coming up with that list that I was talking mm. about. Now, a lot of people just skim over this and they think, oh, everybody's my customer. Not everybody's your customer. Actually, very few people are your customer. You really want to zero in and LinkedIn is a wonderful tool to do this on your search or advanced search or sales navigator can get even more specific. But you first want to start out by coming up with, you know, what's the industry that you best serve? Really think hard about it. Take a look in your records, in your past orders. Who are the companies that we tend to sell to most frequently, um, most successfully, with the highest deal size? What are companies that um, they're very receptive to our offering? Like, who do we work best with? Be really clear about that in terms of an industry. Then start looking at some target companies that you want to get into. We call this account-based marketing or account-based selling. Start first with maybe a list of, you know, 20 or 30, maybe a little bit more, but start with 20 or 30 key accounts that you want to target. What would be dream customers for you? Like, whoa, these are the whales, you know? I mean, you obviously need to have You know, little, little, little customers that keep the lights on, but then there's those big ones, right? So there's like, there's like elephants and rabbits. So there's like rabbits that kind of small deals, transactional velocity to keep the lights on. But then you've got your, your, your elephants and your whales into the, the big ones you want to go after. So what are those big ones you want to go after? Like make it worth your time because when you're really diving deep into accounts, it can take some time. So this is the thing with outbound is outbound is not quick. Obviously, when an inbound lead comes in, we're assuming there was some sort of a trigger event that prompted them to reach out and they're looking for they're, they're actively clearly by their actions they're actively looking for something right now now they could be tire kicking or just browsing or shopping or kind of planning ahead for next year who knows what but at least they initiated it with outbound i've seen studies that show that maybe only 5% of the market is actively seeking a solution to a problem so you reach out to 100 people maybe only 5 of them go you know what elaine Sure, I'm open to it. This is a good time. You know, you reached out at the right time. We're, we're thinking about this project now, or we started exploring some alternatives. And I'm glad you reached out because now you're another one that we can talk to. So about five percent will respond favorably like that. But then you've you're, you're and, and you never know when you met them, at what stage in the buying process you met met them. So it could be right at ideation, like right at the beginning, or it could be they're already um evaluating options. So you don't know where in the buying, people talk about the sales process, uh-uh, it's the buying process. You don't know where in the customer's buying process you're landing. So it could take some time, but sometimes it can be faster, but you've got to be clear on the ICP, the industry, the companies you want to target, and then the specific roles and job titles within those companies. Who are the people that you uh tend to sell to? What's that level of seniority or that job role or function? That's an ideal fit for you to have that conversation. You do that list and then you just start reaching out to those people on LinkedIn. Make sure you're connected with them first and then start, uh, start building conversations with them.
1: That sounds great. So that is a really great way for people just to get started right now mm-hmm. with generating leads. So one going after their existing database and then another is getting started in Outbound. Sounds and Elaine really said right now. Right now. So why
0: right are now. you still watching this podcast? Right now. Right now. <laughs> yes. Okay, stick around for a few minutes.
1: And I've got some great news for you. So because of this high demand, so we're getting so many people right now that want help with lead yes. generation, prospecting, all of that. So we've actually taken all of our training that we do for these big companies and yep. we've created a brand new e-learning course. Yes. So all of these people, big or small, can start learning these same lead gen um, activities. And in the course, we're covering... An, Tom is, of course, the trainer. And in the course, we're, of course, covering uh, LinkedIn lead generation. So how to maximize uh, using LinkedIn, including scripts and uh, cadences, Mm. email scripts, uh, phone scripts. We cover a really omni-channel approach to prospecting. So it's not just using one method. It's using multiple channels to get the best results. Yeah. Um, so we've got a brand new course coming out. So look out for that. And you can also find out more on our website, SocoSelling.com. Look at up training, prospecting course, and you'll find it.
0: You know what I love about the prospecting course is I, I share, I'm going to give you a little sneak preview here. Yeah. I share a little bit. It's, it's this methodology that I call the four M's. Mm. So it's the, it's the four M's of prospecting. And the first M is you've got to be clear about the market. Who am I going after? What's the market? Then you've got to look at the medium. So what's the medium or the platform that I'm gonna use to reach them? Then you've got the message. Okay, so what do I actually say in a way that gets them interested, curious, and prompts them to respond to you? Because you can get the first two right and mess up on the messaging, you'll never hear back. And then when Elaine talked about cadence, well, the fourth M is momentum. What's the momentum, the cadence, the sequence, the timing, the pattern, the flow of the communication? How often and how long do you try to reach out to these people before you drop them and move on to other opportunities? So a lot of great stuff. The four M's of prospecting in the Prospecting Power e-learning course.
1: So I hope you guys will try that out. And I really hope you can start generating some more leads. Mm. Good luck, everyone.
0: You got this. And look, don't sit around and wait. This is within your control. The future is uncertain. But if you've got the right attitude and the aptitude, the future is something that you can control despite challenging economic times.
1: Sounds great. Take care, everyone.
0: Bye now. To get in touch with me, you can find me on LinkedIn by looking up Tom Abbott Soko. And you can reach out to us on our website, SocoSelling.com, where our program advisors are happy to help plan out the ideal training solution for your team. Take care, everyone. And I hope you'll tune in to the next episode of the Selling in Asia podcast.